And you're on the dock with Pastor Troy and gang. We've got a great one for you on the dock.org. New releases every Tuesday and Thursday. And we are having a blast time. We're all about conversations that propel your faith out of the shallow into the deep. Every now and then I, I start to go ahead and say something that I remember. This is not Sunday and I control my own slides. Uh, hey, we're on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. I had a senior <laughs> moment there. I could, I, there's a third one. <laughs> And what's funny is I've got the graphics right here and I'm thinking, what is the little red thing with the arrow? <laughs> God, this is, I'm having a moment. I Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, Sermonette. Let's just keep rolling. Maybe Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Getter, and... Um, that other one. Yeah, that other one. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, Twitter, and Getter. There you We'd go. love to hear from you on those. Boy, I'm just having moments of seniority. It's okay. You did it to me in the previous episode because I, I did. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was thinking about the fact that you know you, I've made fun of you getting down on the ground to play with Ezra. <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, now I'm having my own senior moments. I'm just like, golly, somebody's going to walk me to the car. And then I made I made fun of our illustrious president. I am him right now. Subscribe, hit like, notify, and all those things to share with other people. We'd love to have you as our Patreon partner or sponsor. Go check that out at my Patreon site. Find us. We'd love to have you and uh, just check out all of our stuff at onthedoc.org. Uh, find our links. You can find links to Patreon there. You can do all kinds of stuff. You can find everything we talked about. And email us if you have a question. Info at onthedoc.org. Donna Kranuski. She She's our executive producer. She'd love to talk to you and she'll get stuff to us if we need it. But social media, all that stuff, do it. I'm with Mother Beth in the studio. How you doing, Mom? <laughs> Better than you, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm though, having a senior, I I'm in, yeah, see, it's going to come back on you now. You, <laughs> you start babbling and bobbling. And we're in our new studio. We, we still look as we got to figure out how to eventually get the floor in here, but we'll have to do that one of our shows. Uh, but we're, that we're at new. Ref, yeah, new. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can't behind you, Mother Beth. Yeah. You can see that fe- the shiny floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see it over here, too. Yeah. And we've got a carpet under. Oh, you can oh, you see the carpet. You too. can see the carpet, too. Oh, hey. Yeah, that's my white cord. That's not very attractive. That was a different cord and went bad. Last oh, yeah, look at Oh, oh there, yeah, there there you go. We're in a great studio. I, I had a guy, an insurance guy was by the other day, and he, he wanted to take pictures in the room. It was when I had all the stuff in there. I said, man, dude, you don't need pictures. He said, no, this is a really cool room. So we get that a lot. So you always come by and see us. We'll let you, we'll let you come in the room, hang out, you know. You know, we'd love, we'd love to have you. Uh, all right. I forgot. Lucas is here. Lucas, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah. That great shot there. Great pan shot. of the room. <laughs> that's our, that's our robotic automated camera that did that, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Automa- automated. <laughs> bi- if, I, if I had bionic arms, yeah. We need one robotic camera. We, we've got some. All right. Oh. We're, we're in Psalms volume two series. Um, it's a songs for the soul message for the heart series we did. And it's part of our, on the dock season two digging deeper in the word we've already done part one and we are in part two on psalm 15 the who song we during the break we played the who song in here you know what would you call that song teenage voice wow! you know <laughs> it's the csi you know yeah everybody go watch csi Miami. they got the sunglasses that song the who song micro so we're in the micro this psalm is a micro psalm psalm 24 will cover in this series is the macro. So we're going to cover both the macro and the micro. They have a little different purpose, but they're basically the same psalm. One with details, one just given the overall presentation. So we'll take a look at the details first and go there. This whole psalm series that we're doing is all about developing a deeper relationship and you getting time with God, get learning how to use the psalms to exercise your devotional time, to, to, to be reading them daily. I read a psalm every day. I don't read all of a psalm necessarily every day, but I read a section of a psalm. Sometimes it's the whole psalm. Depends on if the psalm's got 10 verses or it's got, you know, 
149 verses, you know. So uh, today I read an entire Psalm. Some days it's, it's, it's broken up into thirds or fourths, but I read a proverb every day and then New Testament, Old Testament every day. So I, feel I like I have a hair sticking up. Do I have a hair I'm sticking looking up? to see him. You, you do have a little bit of one right here, right? No, it's this side of the part. There you go. Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> makeup. We don't have makeup. Beth is the makeup. She makes it. She does all the makeup. So we're in here and we're studying this incredible Psalm. So let's get into it. Um, Gosh, um, Psalm 15, the who Psalm, um, is a Psalm of David again. We talked about how the first, oh, 73 Psalms are all Psalms of David in that first volume. And Psalm one that we just covered in the previous episode was the river tree Psalm. It's, it kind of starts the whole book of David Psalms. So it kind of tells you that as you read the Psalms, you're going to have to make choices, whether you be on the godly side or the ungodly side, whether you're going to on the highway to heaven or on the highway to hell, are you going to be a, a, a person that follows righteousness, a person that follows wickedness? And you're going to make these same decisions in each of these Psalms. So in this Psalm, the micro Psalm, he's going to tell you, he's going to ask you a question. And then he's going to give you the answer if you want to be a godly person. If you don't answer the question in the godly affirmative, then you want to be ungodly. So again, there's a choice in this psalm, and you're going to find it in all of them, especially the ones that David wrote, which are the first 73. There's probably 47 more of the 150 that he wrote, and then there's various others attributed to him or that are connected to other people that they put in the psalms. I guess people don't like to acknowledge that they're making a choice. Maybe that's part of the polarizing. Well, it's is. kind of nice to just be, I'm whisked along on the river yeah, yeah. with the current. I'm a know? good person. I'm a good person. Okay. You know, everybody does these kind of things. Well, let's start with Psalm 15. Let me pull it back up here. Let's read the Psalm, get it in our mind. New Living Translation. Let's do it. It's just one screen. It's a small, short Psalm. So uh, it's a good one. This is one of those ones you'd read, only read this one on a, on a devotion day. Mm -hmm. So with Psalm 1. Psalm 15. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? That's the question. Now, the micro. Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip. Well, we watched some on that this week, didn't we? Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors. Now, we all think that's all worldly stuff, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's as dangerous in the church as it is anywhere. Boy, is it. Or speak evil of their friends. Verse 4, those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful follower of the Lord. There's our honor the faithful. That's our mission statement for our church, uh, growing faithful followers of Christ. And keep their promises even when it hurts. I'll, I'll explain that Gosh, later. Gosh, you're going to have to pick this one apart a little. Yeah, I am. A little, a little. You can preach on this one, can't you? Yeah, those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people it's two through five a such these people cannot stand well st these those people will stand firm forever uh they can't they, so if you don't do these things two through five these people can stand positive so it's, it's kind of telling you how to stand in the lord by not doing these things it's kind of a negative lesson but the ten commandments are i thou shalt not thou shalt not thou shalt not. Mm -hmm. but we all know that they also mean thou shalt love the lord with all your heart mind soul and street and love thy neighbor so you can speak the ten commandments in an affirmative positive way right. as jesus did or you can speak it in a negative way as moses wrote them and god gave them right. so this is really being done in the negative way and that's why it's so micro macro is a little different macro in 24 is going to be he's going to ask the same questions who can ascend the hill who can walk in his presence those with clean hands of your heart it's not going to tell you that if you have dirty hands, you can't come and, 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 and dirty heart, you can't come. It's just those with clean hands, pure heart. So it's going to be done in the affirmative. Micro is going to be more detailed. 
macro is going to be more uh, 30,000 foot view. So that's kind of where we are today. And hopefully this will this will really kind of kind of speak to you. The, the psalm itself, uh, the who song, who can worship, who can who can who can ascend uh, is, is a great question, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it just, just is. And answering that question is the heart of this whole psalm. You guys you guys remember that old, the old course here? I got it up on the screen. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With yeah. Thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Old, old chorus we used to sing. I don't know if it's Gaither or somebody like that, but but it's old. It was one of the first ones I've ever learned and, and sang. Uh, that, that psalm, that song fits that psalm. You know, both Psalm 15 and Psalm 24. It really fits that, you know, Lord, I, I'm searching myself and what, what do I need to get calibrated and get right? Blessed is the man, the ungodly. That, that's all calibration too. But this is really, this Psalm was written for the pilgrims when they were going to Jerusalem for the the big festivals to go to the tabernacle in, in Jerusalem. As they would go up the mountain of Zion to go into the holy city to go to the temple mound, as they're going up the hill, and it's a long journey. It's, it starts from Dead Sea level up or from lower levels up. It rises to the highest place almost in Israel outside a couple of the mounts. Um, these people are singing this psalm as they go closer and closer to the throne of God. Who can go in this place and offer their sacrifice? They're they're examining themselves. They're they're going, man, as we get closer, you know, I gotta ask myself these questions. Do I have dirty hands? Do I have unpure heart? Do I do I gossip? Do I hurt my friends? And and those kind of things. I'm gonna cough Lucas here in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> cough alert, cough alert. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you know it's coming? You can't do it. No, it's about. better though. Yeah, I give. I give then you don't just explode warm. into the. Sorry microphone. about that, folks. All right, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna live. So so the question that asked here is that big question. Who they're looking at this big? I got this guy look, looking at this rock here. You know, it's not really how it would have been, but they would have been going up a road, up a long hill, very long road. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who who may enter your holy presence? on your holy hill. I mean, that, I mean, that's a question they asked on that journey, but really that's a question we need to be asking every day of our life. Yeah. As we enter into the day, the mountain of the days before us, you know, I think Lucas said in a previous episode that we need to have that daily time. We've got that quiet time. Yeah. This is something maybe in the mornings we need to be reading the Bible and examining ourselves. What's your motivation for today? What, how to, how to do well yesterday? How to fail yesterday? How can I do better today? I'm getting closer. Every one of us, on this podcast, everybody listening, we're all one day closer to meeting the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our days are numbered. So we just used one yesterday and we are using one now. So yeah. that means sooner or later, I mean, I mean, don't you turn 60 this year? You yes, don't look, funny. you don't look like a 60 year old. Watch yourself. I know. <laughs> we got kids that are turning 30, you know, Oh, what? Don't we have kids? Are, are we have all? a daughter that just turned 40. Oh, geez. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, we do have kids turning 30, too. I have a wife that's going to be 60 this year. Golly. Dudes. <laughs> Pray for me, dudes. <laughs> yeah. I'm young. I'm, I'm just going to turn 57. Mm-hmm. I'm 56 now, so just I've got time. Lucas, how old are you? 30. 30. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's why Caleb's turning 30. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. And so. I remember, hey, I thought my life was over 30. Yes. You know, you know, I had that thought get going to 30, 
and then this whole past year, I've realized like my life's just getting started. It yeah. is, it is, your life yeah. is just getting started, but right. physically your body changes. You'll have more changes in your body. And I'm glad you- Not as bad look, as 40 though. Yeah, 40 is though. You're in such good health. I was in good health. That, I, I was working out stuff a lot when I was your age. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could, I could still gosh. Whoop, whoop stuff. Yeah, you'd love to be 30 now. My gosh. But, but I remember between 30 and 35, I mean, parts start falling out your backside, you know? You know, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, you start getting- yeah, 40 is kind of the real rough, the roughest but birthday. Between 30 and 35, guys start changing a little bit, yeah. you know, you know, and, and then by 35, and if you haven't, 35 just hits you hard, you know, you don't recover as quick as you did. And you just like, things start hurting you that you didn't know would hurt. And you can't remember if you hurt it yesterday or a week ago, you know. <laughs> so every day we, we decide, you know, I think this is active. I know they sang this going up, but I think we need to probably... Lord, am I fit to, to to appear as one of your people today? Yeah, every day. Every day would be good for this. And so, so I, I want I, I I when I was preaching this series, if you want to go back and it's like last summer, twenty twenty two, you can go watch it on Community Faith Church's site. Um, you can go check out their archive at cof2.com. Um, when I was preaching this, I who may worship in your sanctuary, who may enter your presence on your holy hill? It's a tough question. I mean, it's like they're asking. Do I have the goods for, do I have the ticket for admission? We don't, unless we have Jesus in our heart. They didn't have Jesus. No, then no, right. They didn't have, but I mean, but what they had was a prescription of holiness that they demanded. Yes. They said, God, we won't do this our way. Give us the rules. And they gave him 666, which is the devil's number. Should tell you it's undoable, but he gave him rules. And if they followed these, they could walk up the mountain and be in the holiness of the presence of God. And frankly, the priest could only go in there the day of atonement. The priest could only go in the Holy of Holies. People don't realize this. He could only go in there and appear one day a year. Now, I didn't say they didn't go in and fill the incense or they didn't go in and do stuff, but he can only appear before God one day a year. And there's three festivals. There's only one day of atonement. You know. So were there lots of things he had to go through before he oh, could gosh. appear that one day? He had to do nothing for a week and clean everything up and washing of, right. everybody did. So that they're all coming for this. They're coming to watch this. And they're, they're, they're even the people on the outside are like, God's going to show up this day. We got to make sure things are clean. But what we don't understand is God shows up every day. God's watching us every right, day. Right. 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 It, for them, it was like, we got to, because this was their rules. We don't have those rules. Now we have the presence of Jesus in our lives and we got to live like we have the presence of Jesus in our lives. Right. So, so these people were trying to ask, do I have the ticket? Am I, am I, am I, am I doing right? And I think we get this, this is the biggest thing when I studied this that got me was I think we get this backwards. We, a lot of times think that we live normally Monday through Saturday. Mm -hmm. Then we get cleaned up. We do our Saturday night bath. We clean up and we put our Sunday go to meeting church clothes on. Not as much these days, but we, I, hey, look, to be honest with you, I have two pair of jeans. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Sunday <laughs> jeans. Can you back? These are my Sunday jeans. I'm reading, I normally wear my podcast jeans, which are a little older, but she washed them because we're going someplace and, and tomorrow and after church. And, and so I'm wearing my Sunday jeans. Now, my Sunday jeans aren't going to be as clean, so don't anybody tell anybody. But I've got my Sunday jeans on. They're the nicer pair. My other jeans are a little more older, a little more, more burnt out. And those are my go to town jeans. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you're almost getting a hole in that. I know. I know. It's going to be trendy. Well, what happens is I've got two more pair of these. You don't know me. I'm a hoarder. I've got two more of the. I love these jeans are from Duluth. I've got two more already in the shelf on the back with the rack. That's not surprised. But I have two more pair of jeans. These shoes. I can you show my shoes? I love these shoes. Lucas, I love these shoes. 
Do you? I have yeah. two more in the box already. <laughs> oh my god! Because the, these are getting pretty casual, and so as soon as they, you know, when they blow out, I, when I find something I like, I, it's in. I mean, I can, I can go. If I get, that's the reason I can't lose weight. If I lose weight, I won't be able to wear my next pair of jeans. Oh, and, none, and my I shoes know. won't work, you know. Right. So I gotta maintain this. <laughs> um, so, so literally, <laughs> what I'll do is very soon is these will become the the everyday jeans, and my new pair will be my Sunday go to meeting jeans. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I mean, we you know how we do that? We think that way. Gosh, I mean, that's true. That I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, we do. That psalm kind of, yeah, kind of plays into that. So, but God is saying, get. I think what God's saying, he. he they're, they're, they're asking about getting ready. You know, can we come up the mountain? But then everything the Psalm tells them back has nothing to do with the walk up the mountain. It has to do with the life they've been living. Yep. <laughs> it has nothing to do, going into the presence of God has nothing to do with do you have the right jeans on. That's what makes me so mad when people gripe at people about what they're wearing in the church. Now, I don't, we don't need people showing parts of the bodies we don't want to see. We don't need to be seeing excessive sexuality. Right, I, of course I, not. I, I, because I, that's just distracting. I know. And, and there, there's, there's you, you, as a pastor day, you'll say something to somebody and they'll go like, well, you know, that's their problem. They, you know, I'm just, they need to learn to control themselves. I'm I thinking, should be able to wear what I want. I should be able, yeah, that is of the devil. Number one, you shouldn't be a distraction. And number two, you shouldn't be out. You shouldn't be acting like that. You're all, that's a Jezebel controlling spirit. And yes, the young man or young woman should control their eyes and what they look at, but you also shouldn't be the bait on the hook. Right. And you also should have enough respect for yourself. Now I'm not asking anybody to wear a burqa either. No. We don't need you to cover your face <laughs> and your hair. I'm not doing that. We're not, we're not living in, we're not living that way, but, 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 don't, but we know what's enough and not enough. We're not on the beach. We're not. This isn't casual, right. you know. Let, let's not have somebody distracted by the reflection of stuff they shouldn't be seeing. You know, it, it's life's tough enough. So nothing of this is about that. This gets back to being: Did you gossip last week? Mm-hmm. How were you with your friends? You know, the the entrance fee is not about even what the. It doesn't even mention the goat or the lamb they're bringing for the sacrifice. It mentions the actions of their lives. How about that? Yeah. And so I think what we get wrong, this is where I really wanted to get in this, was that we think that we have to come up the hill to see God. We have to get all this stuff right. And I would say we don't need to go from normalcy to righteousness. We need to live in righteousness and make that our normalcy. A lot of us think we're going to put the Sunday jeans on and we're going to go to Sunday church and we're going to be in God's presence. And what I'm saying is my everyday jeans need to be of the quality and character that I can meet with Jesus Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday through the week. So right. if, if to be, I'm going to be, I, I, I'm going to turn into a Pentecostal preacher. No, before. you're not. I don't want to, but, but if you're wearing something, if you're wearing something on Tuesday and you're saying, I don't think I'd, I, I can't wear that to church. That'd be bad. You probably shouldn't wear that on Tuesday. Right. I, I, I don't mean to be like that right now. But. No, you should. Well, no, and you I should consider. I, I think especially a lot of people in my generation or the lower generation, like Sunday is not like a holy day, right? Like right. not right. necessarily. It's like, it's like, cause church can happen any day. And there, there's any so moment. many, right, right. there's so many churches now that are doing church like on a Tuesday night. Exactly. Right. right. So then are you living your normal life Wednesday to Monday? And then all of a sudden well, being great Tuesday. 
Right. Our friends of ours used to have church on Thursday night. Right. What? You know, nobody does yeah. Thursday night, but why not? Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't matter. Isn't everyone, you know, and, and I, I'm not saying you can't wear, I mean, look, I, 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 I went to, we went to see Kansas the other night. Go see Kansas. <laughs> somebody, I was walking in, somebody said, great shirt. I had my Eagles shirt on, you know, and they said, where'd you get it? I said, at an Eagles concert, you know, we didn't buy, hey, we didn't buy a Kansas shirt. You're going to love this. We get there to buy a Kansas shirt. They don't have hardly anything. It's, I mean, we get there at five till seven. Mm-hmm. She's still sorting out sorting out the merch table from the pile that they, they dumped they, out. They just showed up. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> the line, I mean, you're just selling t-shirts here, boom, boom, boom. And, and and then I said, look, what do you have that's black? They have like three shirts. What do you have black as 3X? I'm 3X. So, and she says, I, I think we got this blue one, 3X. Well, I don't want that tie-dye blue one. I want black, you know, I'm cool. So she, she kind of she said, well, I'm not sure I'll have to dig. I said, it's okay. It, it, she just didn't have it. I don't think we have it. I'm thinking, how do you come on a tour and not, most places would drop ship their next bunch right to the place. How do you not have a $30, $4 t-shirt to sell? It's a, it's a, it's a midway stop. It's not, we're, we're Marion's not a destination. So, so you, you're saying, they don't, oh. they, don't they, they, they don't care. Oh. You know? But, but, but the, the, if you've looked around Marion, there's a lot of three extras. <laughs> You need to have. You need to have two, three. Yeah, two, three. You need to have. You need to have that. She said, "I had this one four X's. I'm not that big, you know." But but you know, I just thought of how much money they lost that people could. And so here's Lucas. What do you think I did? I didn't get my shirt. Mm-hmm. I went right in the venue, popped it right up online. You bought found it. three play. I bought it it's yeah. on its way to me. Yeah. Three of them. Cheaper. And and, oh and guess what? It's like ten dollars cheaper. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah same shirt. Course. Same yeah, shirt, yeah, yeah. concert mix. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's probably ch- stealing them. Maybe they're getting them. I don't know. Nah, I'm just thinking, I'm just saying they lost a fortune. No, because it, it just is like, it's the, it's, you're paying for the right to say, hey, I bought this at a, at their concert. Well, you know what I mean? I tried yes. to buy it. I'll say, it. I <laughs> right. tried to buy this at their concert. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what I was think, your whole point? About I have that? no idea. I just wanted to get that because we were we were we were talking about uh, dressing being yeah you know it's okay yeah. it's okay to have that. I'm just saying we know what's enticing and what's not. And and don't get me wrong. I think a young man when he's when he's when he's trying to recruit, he needs to look handsome and snidey, and he can put some cologne on and and try to be attractive. And I think a young lady needs to dress in a way that's attractive. And but there's there's flattering and attractive. And there's trashy. Well, I, I think the question you need to ask yourself is, you know, in the last episode we talked about how there's always hooks yeah. that the devil is using, right? right? Yeah. And you need to ask yourself, are you being the bait for that hook that right. the devil is trying to use on something right. else? That's great. And do you, let me ask you a question. If your goal is to, to land a dude or a, a, a dude, if you're a girl, a guy, if you're, if your dude is to use like baited hooks with what you look like now, how is that going to work out as they don't look like that now? I'm not saying my wife's not right. beautiful, but my wife's a different person than when we first met. Boy, that's for sure. And her husband's <laughs> a different person from when they first met. Boy, so, that's for sure. So, yeah, right. So, 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 you better build your relationship on something a little more than just what things look like now, mm-hmm. because you may lose an arm, you may lose a leg, yeah. you may be something may happen. Yeah. If you really want this thing to last, and you want to be married to to somebody for life, they always say if you're going to marry somebody, you know, take a look at their mother, take a look at the other the guy's father, and that gives you a clue. It doesn't mean they're exactly going to be like that, but it, yeah. it, it tells you a little bit about the, the tra- trajectory. Are you going to be okay with that? And so, 
we need to think more ahead and less from the loin and groin region of our lives and more from the mind and, and the dreaming life. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Beth, you look better than, than ever, you know, because we've aged together and, 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 and I think that's part of the fun part because I, I, I wasn't just looking for the one, although I got a great, great deal, but, but you got to look beyond that because that's not going to be it. The surface won't cut it. Right. It doesn't cut it with God. It's not going to really cut it in your long-term relationships. No. You better have more than just the the exterior. Um, I let me see here. I gotta I gotta get my mind back in this thing. Um, so th- these guys, when they were going up this hill, they were asking that question: Who can enter? Who 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 can do that? And and l- let's take a look at what it says here. Um, we have the answers. They give us the answers. Verse two: Those who lead blameless lies and do what is right now that's tough because that's like perfect well you can't and that's why the yeah. priest only had one day that he could go in because he better hurry up and get in there because he worked hard to get there yeah, and and an hour later he couldn't touch a dead be... person he couldn't go to a funeral his wife had to be a virgin when he met her there were he had the priest had more rules than anybody did mm. he did because because god expected a lot he was going to be the conduit there was expectations and as you lead people pastors leaders there's more expected of you too. Yeah. We need to understand that. And that's why it's so disappointing when you see pastors filing and, and, and David's fail pastors fail. It's not unrecoverable. It's just a matter of how you recover and What's how your you deal attitude? with that. Attitude. Because the, to... the priest could mess up too. Right. There was just a process he had to go through to repurify the scapegoat and, and all this had to right. happen. Right. You know, so those who bleed, lead, lead blameless lives and do what's right. That's a simple, that first line is the clean hearts and clean hands and pure heart. It's the simple. Now, he gets into the detail, the detail. This is the micro. Uh, and he talks about uh, those who lead blameless lives, do what is right. And I want to call this an absolute state of righteousness. God is looking for an absolute state of righteousness. Can we maintain this? No. But in the presence of God, we're able to establish it. And going back, Lucas, to the morning to quiet time, daily devotion, you, you get that established each day and it helps calibrate. If things were off at the end of the day last last day, it gives you a chance to assess, calibrate, and do better today so you're living closer to the mark. Right. Mark is, uh, Amartanio in, in Mark, the, the Gospel of Mark, it says that we're trying to hit the mark of, of the higher calling, which is Christ. Okay. And, and the mark is an archery term for, I want to hit the target of who Jesus is and live like Jesus like is and be like Jesus. And, and Amartanio says, missing the mark. It, we are going to miss it. We're human. Mm-hmm. David was human. We, we're human. We mess up and, you know, oh, you know, I got, I, I, I moved my eyes down and, and got attracted to the things that were fleshly. It is going to happen to us. I mean, all the sin, all are going to do it. We, we've all done it. But the key is when you recognize that, how do you improve yourself? So the next time you, you think longer term or you think more to do what's right, what, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. You know, what would God have us do? So, so the key is that we're to live toward an absolute state of righteousness. Do we get there? We call that in Wesleyan circles, Christian perfection. We probably won't get there, but we need to be striving toward it. Right. And we should be getting a little better at it. Do I make plenty of new messes today? Gosh, my wife gets mad at me regularly for things I'm still doing that are not good. And, and, I always wonder why she just doesn't just get rid of me for everything I've done compiled. And I noticed that like, like she was grabbing at me this week about something I didn't do good. And it was like, I hadn't heard that quite like I heard it. 
And I'm thinking, why didn't you just, when you were mad at me 35 years ago, just unload it all, let me fix everything at once. And then I, I just think either she's merciful and Ness knows he can't handle all this. If I tell him everything, he'd be nothing left of him, you know? <laughs> or it's just, that's not even nothing compared to this. And then when you get this out of the way, this shows up and we're, there is always a challenge in our lives to get better and better. Yeah. So, so I, why don't you just get it all, just fix me all at once. We say the same thing to God, right? Just yeah. fix me. God just doesn't work that way. Right. I, I, unfortunately, our, our relationships don't either. No. You know, God's always working. It's a process. It's a, it's a relationship, you know, and that's tough. So speaking the truth, he says, from sincere hearts, let's get into this. Um, oh, I, I, there's a, when I preach this message, I, I think this is really good. Matthew 7 says, you will know them by their fruits. A good tree cannot produce, bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. I just want to, I know this is Matthew and we're over in Psalm 15, but your fruits are going to determine whether you're on the pathway to be able to stand before God. Mm -hmm. Your fruits are samples of the source of your interior. Good, yeah. good water, good nutrients, good fertilizer. You're, 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 I got an apple very earlier. Some of these apples, I get these cosmic crisps are delicious and some of them are nothing. You had those oranges last week that were just, we had these be the best navel oranges we've ever had. We've had in the last, during Lent. And then we've had a few close, but we, but we get the same oranges from the same pile at the same place at the same Kroger. And they were great. They were spectacular. Yeah. And we haven't gotten back to that most spectacular one yet. The last round was almost like fake green. They painted them and they had just hard spots in it. Dry. And dry and they're yeah, back in. And it, I, I guess it depends on when they were picked and how long they were, how long they've sit in dry, cold storage. I guess. And kind of gotten, you know, they sit, they put that fruit in caves, caverns, and and just hold it, and then they bring it out, and it doesn't age much, and then all of a sudden it starts aging, and it, it really sits there and gets dehydrated, but it's not got the not got the jungle juice sweet, you know, yeah. on it anymore. Potatoes are the same way. Potatoes can get held for over over a year and stuff. But like potatoes that. do fine like that. Oranges yeah. not so much. Yeah, but but I think we I remember the same when way. there used to be orange seasons. Yes, and you get like, the fresh ones. Yes, and that's they'd the only, run them to you. That's the only time we got good oranges. Now they pick them everywhere and they polish them. They spray paint them and yeah. So now you're they try to tell you you can have good oranges all the time, but that's a lie. It's a lie. It's <laughs> a lie. We all know it's a lie. All right, so so we know by your fruits, that's one way, but let's talk about how we detect the fruit on the tree. So let's get into this. All right, it says here, those who lead blameless lives and do what's right. Now, what does that mean to do that? It's The first one is speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Sincerity, to be real, you know? And I think people want that today. I do think while our culture's confused, there is a hunger for realness. People don't necessarily know what yeah. is real, but there's actually a desire for it. Right. So the, the, I think one of the problems the church has in attracting people today is being real so they see the real and so that they recognize what a real Christian or real church is. And I think there's a lot of fraud out there. Now, what are those people? There are those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking, so it's repeating, those who lead blameless lives and do what is right. So those who lead blameless lives, it's repeating it, and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. When you break that apart, it's talking about those that have purity and innocence. Temin is the Hebrew word for blameless. Teskede is the word for right, that, that they live just. Right here is not righteous, it's justice. So how you treat people, how you treat others, you know? I, Beth and I were watching a show the other day about somebody who was a serial killer. She was bragging on TV. 
about you know yeah she chopped this guy up he was in a wheelchair and she disposed of his parts and she was just eating it. She, she, she she was literally eating an old apple yeah i chopped him up and she was bragging about it and then she had no no remorse, remorse. no feeling about it the no. investigator then asked her some question like, like when you were growing up as a kid did you kill animals what did, what 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 did you what is the first thing you killed and she looked at him like I'm bored by your question. She said it. What does that matter? She said, well, I just want to ask a couple questions. You said that so easily. Yeah. Killing seems easy for you. And then she finally meant, well, I was killing animals when I was six, seven, eight. How many, how many animals do you kill? Well, what does that matter, she said. I've killed hundreds. Yeah. She started killing animals at a very, it didn't even mean anything there. She had no feeling for it. It's yeah. crazy. So he was trying to get at the fact that she had a, she's had a skewed sense of justice in a long time. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. You know? So so you can look at somebody and go, you know, how they treat animals, how they how they do these. I'm not saying you can't hunt, you can't. I'm just saying, but how they treat something that's that, you know. <laughs> there's humane and inhumane. I mean, there's I, I I could tell a story right now that, that, we, that you know, I, I have. We've had challenges in our family, and sometimes you find out who somebody is by their actions, and and. You know. My wife feeds possums at our house. We haven't had possum while we, 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 we have, <laughs> we have raccoons, raccoons now. right now. Raccoons are all in now, but we normally have possums, but they all disappeared and we're now into raccoons and they don't like each other in general. So they'll run each other out. So these raccoons are heavy right now. I think we have three of them, um, but we've had as many as three, three possums. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we feed those, we put them out. But then one of our former family members told us his story was how he punted a possum. You know, kicked it and then chased it down and kind of stomped it to death because he didn't like those critters. He couldn't believe that we were like feeding them and hanging out with them. I should have realized when he told a story like that, he was a scumbag. And he ended up being, as a family member, he ended up being a scumbag. I'm not saying that made him the scumbag. I'm just saying those who lead a blameless life do what's right and speak the truth. Justice, how you would treat an animal. I mean, this is not an animal you're hunting for food. This is you just punting. And the, the, the story was about a defenseless, the joke of watching it be punted and, you know, getting rid of it. And then I think about the fact that he tells that, and just doesn't tell it, he tells it to his daughter or my granddaughter. And it's, it's done as a bragging. And I'm thinking, do you really think beating on God's creatures for no good reason is really a godly trait? I mean, it just wouldn't occur to me like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's not like the animal pooped on the floor or peed and you're disciplining it. It's not, this isn't discipline. This was um, enjoyed behavior. Now, that would mean that if you enjoy that behavior, you might enjoy other behaviors that aren't of the Lord down the road. It could be just like the woman had a window portrait of killing these animals, led her to be a murderer. I'm not saying this, he's not a murderer. But, but... But this behavior could lead to other behaviors that could be equally destructive in other ways. Mm -hmm. We've got to be careful when we're to lead a blameless life. We need to do what's right, and that's righteousness is being just, treating widows and children and orphans and and other people. And it wouldn't surprise you that if somebody's not cheating an animal, right? How would they treat a child? How would they treat an elderly person? How would they treat somebody else? Gosh, maybe that's the lesson the Lord's been teaching you all this time. With with a, well, you force me. I mean, my wife, my, the, the my wife forces me. We, <laughs> Lucas and I are forced to deal with her animals and, 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 and hey, and, and, and 
But it's then I time. got a scripture backing me up the other day. Yeah, yeah, because you're, yeah, you're holy one because you're good to the animals. Uh-huh. But, yeah. hey, Do you guys still need tickets for the zoo yet or not? <laughs> no, but but what we found out was that your mother lost two of her beloved cats this week. No, she only lost one. My sister lost her, her cat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes us, you, you need to put that out because people are asking questions. What do you mean? The way it said that both these cats went over the rainbow in one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of, one of them was my sister's cat. But I have to say to you, the talk behind the scenes is Carolyn's a cat killer. I, I doubt it. No, 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 no. I, I know she's not because I know your mom. She loves cats. But it comes oh, out like honey. this one went other than this one. In, in my mind, we one went and we sent the other. <laughs> Catapult, you know. Uh, so to be, no, no, no. But but, but we were thinking true. that because of the loss of your mom, Nibbles needs to go give her comfort and love. So if 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 my mom didn't already have two tomcats, that would be probably a, a thing. That, like, like she, but he's she, a eunuch. She, he's she a eunuch. Would, she he, would have snatched, snatched nibbles up no time. Yeah, but, yeah. He's a eunuch, yeah. so it doesn't count. Uh, we need to send him up there. Uh, nibbles is your uh, appointed cat. I have to say this week, I've mentioned several <laughs> times that nibbles needs to go before he goes over the rainbow. But I will not hurt him myself. I promise that. I promise. I'm just saying. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know how we digress from this. I, I don't know. I, I got to power through go this. Back, go back. Okay. So, so look, we have to, there's three things. We have to lead a blameless life. Three things to try for. These are key. We're going to hit a couple of groups here real quick. How do you lead a blameless life? <laughs> well, I didn't do well yesterday. You just start over every morning and try to do better today than you did yesterday. There you, go. you know, you, the blood of Jesus lets you work through things. You can't not take the blood of Jesus for credit though. You can't just use it to constantly do the same thing. Right. Th- that's vile. And there are some some churches in the past would use daily repentance kind of as a way to kind of justify your sin for the next day. Catholics can do that sometimes in the way that they, they'll do this, then go to confession, then start over and do this. Pentecostals can do it as well. I did this, so I just repent and I baptize and I'm back to I'm back to green again. Right. I think God's gonna sense if you're just gaming the system. Yes. I think that's what, a good way to put it. Yeah, don't game the system. Yeah. But we do slip and the old man of slips course. in, right? So lead a blameless life, but be on the trajectory to, toward absolute. And it's about what, your what heart. What was the word I used earlier from my message? It was absolute state of righteousness. Right. What's good. in your heart? In your heart, are you hoping to continue to move in the right direction? Yeah, exactly. And, and we have to ask ourselves always, uh, you know, you know, am I inclining? Am I, as I get closer to be, we're getting older. So are things better than they were yesterday? Because, man, it could happen any time. And that's why you need to reset every morning in case it does happen that day. Right. You're closer to it than you were. Now, do what is right. Number two, we got to do what's right. So so, so live a blameless life. Do what's right. Be inclined to do what's right. In, in, inclination is the key right. here. Um, and then, because the whole thing, they were doing this as they were inclined to going Toward the tackle, it was a chance of, of, of searching. And three, speak the truth with a sincere heart. See, it's just right here in the the language of it tells you what to do. Be sincere, even if you made a mistake. Be sincere. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, I treated the animal poorly. You know, I'm sorry I did that. I'll do better tomorrow. Right. Those things incline our hearts toward God, and God understands that. So, or I'm sorry I yelled at you. Or I'm sorry, I'm I yelled, sorry I judged you wrong. And if you do it again tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I'm working on this. If you do it again, if you're saying the same thing 10 years from now and it's the same thing over, you're not really sorry. You're just, you're just working the problem, you know? So are we seeking, here's the question. Are we seeking to do what is right? And are we speaking the truth with a sincere heart? All of our actions need to kind of be uh, wound up for that. So, uh, hey, now 
we're going to get to social media. You wouldn't think the Bible has anything to do with social media, but the Bible in Psalm 15 is loaded. In yeah. in verse three, David gives us uh, three. I gave you three things to strive for. We'll wrap these up in the end. I'll, I'll pull all these together at the end here if I can. Uh, he gives us three things uh, that we should avoid. Mm-hmm. So get ready, all you folks. Those who refuse to gossip, harm their neighbors, or speak evil of their friends. Yeah. He does all these in threes. You know, blameless life, do what's right, speak with a sincere heart. Those are things we should strive toward. These are things we should look at this, avoid. Don't gossip. You said the other day, we just need to stop people in their sentence and say, I'm just not going to do that. I, I, if you're going to do this, I'm going to need to move on down well, the Michael road. Michael said that. Yeah, Michael, coolly honest. Yeah. From Jesus Heaven's Church. Uh, go watch this. Uh, it would be the, the April 16th. The morning message is phenomenal. Morning of April 16th, 2023. And Jesus Image. Jesus Image Church. Go listen to his message. Listen, do not skip to his message. The rule there is they are a worshiping church. Listen to the whole thing and get to his message. If you have to stop his message, back up at least an hour in the worship and start over because you will not be in the right heart to be able to receive his message. You will not be in the vein when he starts at weeping. Yeah. You need to be weeping when it starts because the message was anointed for that. So, so I've learned when I watch Bethel, not Bethel, uh, upper room, a couple of these that I just don't jump in the message. Any of these churches or Jake's, I, I need to be in the worship there because mm-hmm. there's a spirit in the room and I want to find that, that spirit because it's about worship and the word. So, uh, but just powerful. He talks about gossip and the damage. We got to refuse the guys that refuse to harm their neighbors and speak evil to friends. So, so there, there are your three. Avoid gossip, avoid harming your neighbors, and avoid speaking evil to a friend. You just, you just got to do those things. Yeah. And of, I've got to say, you know, Christians are, are terrible. Are terrible. We're horrible. I, I grew up in a, you know, an atmosphere of, well, I'm discerning that we should be praying for. And you call your five other prayer warriors and say, let's talk about, (laughs) we need to get, we need to discern this and pray for deliverance. We need to pray for. That's called holy gossip and holy Uh, speaking evil and holy harm. And there's a lot of people that justify that, you know, you need to do it positively. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't take something on. It just means don't contribute to it when you're taking it on because you're enabling it. Right. Don't call five other people to talk to them about it. So three things we should avoid. Now let's talk about, I love this text. Three things we strive for. Verse two, three things we should avoid. What if we get to verse four? (laughs) He's going to give us three pieces of advice to stay blameless. Remember, he told us up there early, he wanted us to leave blameless, do what's right, speak. So he's telling us how to stay stay away from this, do this. Now, look, those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Let's take a look at this. Despise flagrant sinners. You cannot hang around people that are trashy. No, and it doesn't you can mean be a witness. them. You can be a witness. I said that earlier. You can be a witness. You can hang out with them. But if they're pulling you down, then you can't do it. You can't right. do it too soon if that's who you came from. Right. You may have to go to a different crowd for a while and trust God to send somebody to your crowd, but eventually you can do. You can be a witness if you're faithful. Right. Don't d- don't confuse being a witness with condoning or walking along. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm afraid I'll offend them. Well, then you don't need to be hanging out with them yet. You, you need to be willing to love somebody enough to even be to let them see you differently, just so they have a chance to change. You may just yeah. have to tell your friends I've changed. I, I said this in the previous episode. I know people that when they get saved that they'll tell their friends. And I also have seen people, I saw people when we've done crusades places, 
especially when they've been involved in gangs or they've been involved in uh, serious things. I have seen friends get saved. I saw one guy really specifically do it. He went home, told his family uh, that he got friends that got saved and he was getting baptized the next morning at one of our churches overseas. And the friend said, you can't hang out with us anymore. You're, you're a man of God now. So you need to, you need to go on. You don't belong with us. We're not your kind of people anymore. And, yeah. and, we're, and we're happy for you. And they came, listen to this, Lucas, they watched from the hill his baptism. Wow. And they released him from his group because they said, you've made it out. Now he can't go run and hang out with them anymore. No. He's got to accept that out. He can't be in the gang anymore. But what he can do now is be somebody on the outside that's a witness to that gang. And if I remember correctly, this is in Totata. We did all the baptisms. We had some demonic presence that occurred. It was great. And, and the Lord dealt with it. It was so cool. And we always, at the end of the baptisms, give a call to Christ. And I think at least two of his friends came down and accepted Christ and ended up getting baptized. Wow. Not all of them did, but two others. And I'm not saying that'll happen to everybody even like that. But I'm just saying we need to be smart. And I, I think people know when you're real and they'll give you respect if they really see you're real. And if not, you still need to make a line because we got to be away from flagrant centers. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, honor faithful followers. You got to honor other Christians, other men and women of God. Honor them. Qu too much nastiness amongst church people and leaders. Right. I didn't say you couldn't evaluate things. I didn't say you could make a decision that that may be not for me or that's not my character. But be careful bashing somebody you don't understand. Yeah. There's a lot of churches I, I don't necessarily, I would not do what this church over here is doing or that church doing. That's just not my call. We have a unique call here at Community and somebody else can have a unique call and they can both be right. And and I, I can say I don't feel that and I, I wouldn't. I can appreciate it without feeling it. I can respect the fact that God's given them a different mission, a different purpose, a different thing. We need to be careful not to tear down the kingdom. And if you think it's really wrong, what I think you need to do is lift them up and pray for them, right. knowing that God will, will will deal with that. He'll deal with yeah. it. He'll deal with that. Yeah. Give them to the Lord. Lift them up. Yeah. If a brother or sister is really in a flagrant way, you know, ask God, the Lord, if that's not of you, you know, please take them in the woodshed and do what you need to do. Yes. You know, please protect people from that. But let's make sure that we're doing, we're lifting, not pulling. Yeah. Um, now, if you know of something that's going on that's not right, then you can take. You and there go, is a go, reporting system. Then yes. Then you go you make it accountable. Report it to the. And I've done that. Proper. We and heard I have something. To. I have to yes. go right to it. And you may find out it's not what you thought it was. So be open yeah, to but that. Let and, the people that are qualified to deal with that deal with that. And you may you may know that you have turned somebody into their authority and they're guilty as all get out. And their authority looks at you and goes, but "Thank you, you so much, but we don't have a problem with that." because they're their nephew or they're their family or they don't really care about what you think you don't have, it's not yours anymore. Yep. Dust the dirt off your hands and well, wish them well, in the name of Jesus, knowing that Jesus will not wish well back on anybody that doesn't despise flagrant sinners onto the way of the Lord and keeps their promises. Right. Even when it hurts and your hands are clean, your hands are clean. Done Walk away. Yeah. Walk mm -hmm. away from the vehicle. Yep. You don't have to stay involved. No. You don't have to trash them on social media. No. If you go and do Matthew 18 and you hold them directly accountable, then you take somebody with you. There's no precourse to trash them in Facebook and Twitter. No. There's there's none. No. So keep your promise. Number three, keep your promises even when it hurts. Let me just tell you what those are. Do what you say you're going to do. But I, I really think this, this because they're going up the hill, I think this primarily relies to them bringing their offering and their vow. You said you're a Christian, bring your tithe. Yeah. You're coming here for the sacrifice. Where's your goat? Where's your pigeon? Where, where's your sacrifice? You know, you, your actions of how you do this show whether you are. 
It doesn't mean you are. It just shows whether you're inclined to it. Right. And so do what you do. And if you make a promise to somebody, then you've got to fulfill it. Don't let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. And, and, and don't let people be, be confused by that. Right. Now, uh, let's get to the next one. Verse five. Yeah. These, I love these lists. These are great. These are right out of the Psalms. Psalm five. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people, uh, people that don't do this, it's in the negative, will stand firm forever. So, so what's this last part? So we've got, we, and we're going to summarize all this up here in just a second. There's two big no's. I mean, there's other no's. These are big no's. Number one, we're not to to charge fellow Christians. We're not to we're not to su- make money off of their suffering. Right. If a brother really needs help, either lend it to him, or just give it to him, or just give it to him. But don't expect to make money off it. Right. If they give it back to you, that's fine. That's what if they agree to, they should do that. But don't give anything you can't not get back, because they may not could ever give it back. Right. And don't hate them for it. No. You shouldn't have given it. Don't offer. If you're not willing to don't yeah, walk away, no you know, attached. I really appreciate that. Yeah. The number of times my grandparents bailed me out growing up financially from things. I so appreciate them and they never charged me interest for any of it. Yeah. They said, just pay me back. We made payments back to them a lot of times for things and they never charged me interest. And I realized they lost all kinds of nine, 10% off their funds to give me that money. But that's what family does. That's what we do. You do your best, you know, and you pay back what you can. And sometimes you just give and go, Hey, I know you're probably not gonna be able to pay me that back. Right. Just own that up front. And you won't be so disappointed. Number two, no bribes. Don't let your integrity be stolen by somebody that's trying to talk you into doing something that's false. Right. Your integrity is everything. So, And besides that being wrong, it's, you don't know when that's going to come back to haunt you, you know? Right. You don't know. It's going to, besides just the fact that it's wrong to do it. It'll get you. Yeah. Leviticus tells you, you can live beyond reproach. Absolutely. Leviticus says, don't charge interest. I'm just going to show you scripture on this. Deuteronomy says, don't charge interest. So that's, no usury. It's in the Bible. It's deep in the Bible. Now, this is not saying you can't make money on a, on a bond for your company in an investor circle. Yeah. This is saying, Lucas comes to me. Lucas, we, we live we live in the same house together. And he says, hey, can I borrow 100 bucks for, for gas? Here it is. You don't owe me 110 back later. And and he says, well, I'm going to pay you back later. Hey, that's fine. If you can't, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Give free, especially in the house there. There'll be somebody else comes to you. Kids want to borrow money for a house and dad, we're going to pay you back, you know, later. Fine. You know, but, but just don't, don't, don't use somebody's moment to take advantage of them inside the Christian. This is different outside the Christian kingdom though. It, it doesn't but mean it you doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, but, it, but, but it, it's in the case, like... but you can have a piece of property and charge a rent for oh, it. It's yeah, making right. you money of and course. paying your mortgage. That's okay. That's charging rent. You know, that, that's, that's, that's legal and appropriate. That's not inappropriate. We're talking about working inside the body, right? You know, inside the body. We have people all the time that we have a mission fund and, and sometimes I'll reach out and say, hey, here's 500 bucks for your fuel, your gas or whatever from your church. Oh, I want to pay the church back. We are not giving this asking you to pay back. You are welcome. And they're, they're like, oh, I, I, I want to, no, we don't want no, you to pay it back. Right. But look, we take up this offering every Christmas, you feel free to put offering back in there next year. You, however, the Lord leads you and it will help right. somebody else like you. Right. So we didn't give it to you to pay back. We gave it to you to bless you. Right. If you want to bless somebody, bless away. But this blessing is without restriction. Right. God blesses us without restriction. It also doesn't mean, I mean, we had somebody come in our house and take money from us. You That's know. different too. Yeah. We, 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 pre- we let them press, press charges, charges and, but and, I, I will do fair. We, if, if, 
I, they asked me, what would you do? And I, I, I know that she's somebody that went to the House of Hope. And I said, here's the deal. I'll do this. If she'll volunteer, if, if she'll plead guilty and volunteer to service there, I'll, I'll, the charges will be dropped if she completes the service. And she can't, st- if she steals again, they'll recharge her. And so she agreed to that. She did right. community service up there. And I gave her a way out. You know? Right. And <laughs> then she, then she, whether this is good or bad, I don't know if she learned her lesson or not, but she actually then asked for something for her. She wrote me later. multiple other times. <laughs> Could you help me with some money for some shoes for my, for my kids? kids? Yeah. And let her, so like, I don't know. Is that a good thing that she thinks she can still Well, I hate that? to tell you, I referred her to the same place. Back to the house, I hope John would be glad to help you. <laughs> that's got right. Shoes. That's right. Uh, it, Exodus says no bribes. Uh, don't take any bribes for anything that's, that's don't twist the truth. And then uh, Proverbs says the wicked take secret bribes to pervert the course of justice. Yeah. Don't be, don't pervert justice. That's tell terrible. the truth. It's just horrible, horrible, I'm horrible. So much of that. Oh gosh, runs our I, world. I, I wrote this back then. I'm going to throw this out because it, it was a good word. Um, uh, it says, verse 15, those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent, such people, this is New King James, will stand firm. New King James will never be moved. I love that. I like that too. I like it. So if you do Solid. all, not just this, all this stuff, if you do the stuff we talked about, you'll never be moved. Yeah. And my eco, my econ finance background, this is my, my background from college calls this promise the eternal life combo when we do these things we we don't we don't just live good now but we live good in eternity now and then again going back to what i said earlier you can't be if you live this way you can't be tempted to waver when somebody comes along and tries to blackmail you on something that you might have done not quite right exactly you know i mean you can stand firm no, I don't. I don't have anything for you to blackmail. That's right. That's right. I'm clean. Yeah. I, I I found this graphic when I did the series on back Psalm 15 devotional. It was kind of a checklist on the board. I I think get up in the morning. I want to challenge you out there. Get up, read this Psalm tomorrow. Let that be your Psalm tomorrow. Psalm one and Psalm 15. And then you know, are you walking blamelessly? Are you speaking the truth? Are you slandering people? Are you honoring others? You're not taking bribes. You're doing what's right. Keeping your word. These things are the the path you need to be on right. to be able to be in God's presence daily, not just on that special occasion. And let me wrap this up. We'll get out of here. But again, who may worship in the sanctuary? Who can get up the hill? Well, let's look at that list. The blameless lives. These are you need to strive toward a blameless life and do what's right and speak the truth with sincere sincere heart. You're not necessarily going to do it all the time, but you need to be inclined that way in Look, your heart your heart that's needs the things to be you're trying to do yeah. what are you, what should you avoid avoid gossip like the plague yeah do, put your mask on your gloves on like covid and run right let's treat gossip like covid it's funny when we fly places dr parks the first i mean mask, we're yeah. hardly on the plane hardly buckled in and dr parks has already got on his headphones his mask and his hood pulled over it's like that if you can't you know if you have to do that put on your headphones put on your mask pull your hood over your head and, and you yeah. know why he does that because he's got to go back in the next day he's got to see patients after right, a long medical right, right. He's so, got to see. and what's funny is he's been exposed to stuff he's going to be on a plane where it's like it's incubator of junk and so he's exhausted and he knows the next day <laughs> they're going to make him at SA they're going to make him see 5,000 patients because he's been gone for two right. weeks serving the Lord so, he does, so he's got to rest everything he can to protect and the last thing he wants to do is have 27 viruses on his face (laughs) when he sees the next person so he refuses to be you know harm the knee so right he he purifies himself i love it yeah i don't i just pass out yeah me too. so refuse to gossip harm your neighbor 
or speak evil. Those are things we should avoid. And then here's the solid advice. Oh, I, I did, did I do that? No, yeah, despise flagrant sinners. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, honor faithful followers. What, what would be a good way to describe flagrant flagrant People sinners? you know that are living in sin. I mean, they're, they're active but, in and it. And they know better. Yeah, despise flag people you know that are cheating the system. They're gaming things. They're stealing stuff. They're not. They're frauding other people. And they they're, know better. They're living wrong. They're they're yeah. immoral, and you can see it. And rather than just hang with them and be 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 caught up in them, separate yourself from that. Right. You know. You know. Come away from them. The Bible says, yeah. and I, I mean that sincerely. And then keep your promises even when it hurts. Be faithful to what you said you're gonna do. And then lastly, no usury and no bribes. Right. Just stay away from all those things. So, so I, I, I think these are this Psalm 15 is powerful, guys. I mean, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. With thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Psalm 15, who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives, do what's right. Speak the truth from sincere hearts, and those who refuse to gossip, harm their neighbors, or speak evil of their friends. And those who despise flagrant sinners, stay out of the flagrants. And then honor godly people, faithful followers of the Lord, and then keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed, who cannot be bribed. Your integrity is everything. Yeah. And that includes things you see that you don't speak about. Because the Bible says that even if you see something, you just, well, I'm not going to talk about it. I won't tell the cops anything. If you saw the crime, you're required to tell the authorities about the crime. Right. So it's not just who can be bribed to lie about that. It's being honest. These people will stand firm forever. Mm -hmm. This is, this is our choice. This, this is going back to Psalm one. We get to choose blessable or unblessable. This tells you how to get yourself cleaned up to be blessable and right. be able to stand before God. That's Psalm 15. And it's the who microsom. It gets into those details of who you'd avoid, who to stay, what you can do. And there's real details to it. So we'll talk more about the macro version a little more down the road here, but hopefully this has been helpful to some people out there and check it out. And, and it's been real good. Um, it's going to be great. We're, we're going to get back in, in the next episode to part three, which will be Psalm 16. It's right next to this Psalm 15, Psalm 16. And it's the, I will not be shaken Psalm. It's got, there's a great song, song out there that we sing that in Christian church today that really reminds me of that a lot. And it's written off that. So we'll talk about that real soon. Mother Beth, thank you so much. Yeah. Lucas, great. good job. Good job today. And join us at on the doc.org. And info at onthedoc.org is our emails. You can find out anything about us. If you want to ask questions or stuff or reach out to us. But go to onthedoc.org, find our links and templates and connections, and go watch us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. I got to write this down. <laughs> Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet, and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. Go get it on Getter. Subscribe, hit like, notify, and tell other people about this. And let's get deeper in the word together. We'd love to have you as a Patreon sponsor or partner. And if you don't have a church home, Oh, I better back up. I didn't say that very good. Go to Patreon. Find out how you can be a sponsor partner. We, we need your support because Lucas always had things he needs to do to make our studio better. So we'd love to have you as a partner sponsor. Help us get the show out there. And we're even looking at doing other stuff down in the future. And you can make that possible by being our partner. And we would love to have you. Act. If you don't have a church home of your own, you're in Southern Illinois, come to Community Faith Church, COFTV.com. We'll get you there. We'll find the address. We're in Marion, Illinois. We have 10 o'clock Sunday services, 630 on Wednesday nights. Uh, go check us out. We're online. You can watch us online, kind of get a connection. But you need to be in church someplace. So get connected to a church that's preaching the word. And you need to get the word regularly so yeah. you can be a river tree and you can be one of those people that it can 
can ascend the mountain of God. Again, Mother Beth, thank you so much. Lucas, thank you so much. We'll be back for part three of this series, The Psalms, Volume 2, Project Real Back. We'll be back soon. We love you. Go out there and live for Jesus today. This is Pastor Troy. Mother Beth.